0: and welcome to We Make Things Fight, a podcast where we take two things and fight them to the bloody death and beyond. I am Drew Davis.
1: And I am Matt Troy.
0: And today we're continuing the spooky season started with Lovecraft vs. Poe, whenever that was released, by subjecting each other to some right spooky shit. Join us, if you will, for Matt's Haunted Weekends. So Matt, have you done anything spooky this week? Can I stop saying spooky like that? Uh,
1: yeah, I think that would probably be for the <sighs> best. So okay. Totally honest with you, make you sound like flat.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, um, actually, I, I haven't been doing anything specifically spooky this week. Okay, but I do have um, like a, a very short spooky story. Uh, I have. I live sort of in a top floor flat, top floor apartment. For our international listeners. Wait, I thought you lived in, 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 in the fight dome. The flat is in the fight dome. Okay,
0: cool, cool.
1: cool. Yeah, okay, shut up. Um, <laughs> so um, in my kitchen, I have a tiny, because it's like a, almost like a half-attic flat, you know, the, the, the roof starts sloping in. So I have a tiny window that's like basically at floor level in my kitchen, mm. which looks down at the front of the house. And I'm gonna post a picture of this up on Instagram. I know that some people might have seen this already, but um, it's sort of like a tiny window, but it looks right down and frames a perfect square of an illuminated by a street lamp area surrounded by two trees. And it, it does, just yeah, yeah, it does. I
0: can attest like, to this.
1: Yeah, it looks like every time you look down there, and it's and it's dark, that you're gonna see mike myers down there or the priest from the exorcist or at the very least a roaring drunk dr sam loomis down there yeah none of which i want to interact with anyway this week i took a look out of my window and somebody had just stopped paused to look at their phone right in the sweet spot right in the middle (laughs) of the two trees which led me to absolutely shit my pants in a figurative way uh because it did look like he was looking up at me, but it turns out he was actually looking at the road instead. So that was my spooky moment this week. Six years of living here. Um, every night I'd look at that window and think, ooh, that looks spooky. Imagine if Mike Myers was down there. And this week it finally kind of came true if you, you, Mike Myers was looking at his phone.
0: Your street is odd in that it is a main throughfare. I would say it's one of the main roads into the centre of Cardiff. But yeah. all the same, it is often abandoned.
1: Like, it is not in the day, but in the <clears throat> evening it gets really quiet. Yeah. It also has like a weird magic to it, like a kind of a Danny the street from Doom Patrol, in that it's always a different length. Like whenever I walk up the street, I'm like, I'm sure I should be home by now. Mm-hmm. And even like after three or four years of living here, I would regularly overshoot where my house was if I wasn't paying attention. I, 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 I have been
0: like, I have been to your flat many, many times. Yeah. I always, every single time I walk there from my flat, I will without fail. I think I've reached your flat at least twice before I actually have every it's like time Rivendell. it's it's, yes. Rivendell. it's
1: kind of hidden you, you have to know to get there
0: yeah it, but it, it, just, it just keeps going you know it's it like does. the um, the oldest house from control if anyone's played that which is like a massive municipal building in New York that you can only ever visit if it wants you to visit that is cool the I house itself that kind of I love that kind of shit too um, speaking of windows, I mean, nothing spooky has happened this week. Um, um, Producer Kath is mildly symptomatic. So oh. we, we have gone full, um, full self-isolation um, okay. in, the, uh, in the west wing of the fight dome, which is fine. Indeed. Um, away, from but, me. But in, away from Well away from you. Um, but one thing I've discovered is that this time of year, the perfect temperature is reached, at least as far as I'm concerned, by having the radiator on and opening the window.
1: Oh no way! You let
0: yeah. all the heat out. Well, no, see, no, I don't think you do. I think you kind of direct the heat in such a way as it arrives you at the perfect temperature. I just think at the moment it's like it's too hot. No, just having the heat on gets you too hot. Yeah. Um, and obviously you can't not have the heat on because it gets too cold. So yeah. I think I've, we've now reached that we're in that perfect sweet uh, spot. Oh, I know. Nice. I, I know. This is likely going to get me pilloried. Which is fine. I don't care. Come at me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Climate criminal Drew Davis. <laughs> I don't know how many times a week I have to accuse someone of being a climate criminal. I mean, I don't even really know what it means, but I just like saying it. Um, It was a Captain Planet bad guy, wasn't it? Was it? That's, if it is, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, so it, re- it should be. nothing. Turn me off environmentalism more than that green brick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Have you ever seen that episode where he addresses the troubles?
1: Oh, the Northern Irish troubles! Yes, that is one of the most deeply embarrassing moments in cartoon history.
0: It is utterly humiliating, isn't it? it just oh, Jesus uh, fuck! How dare I, you burn down my
1: bakery? I think is like <laughs> part of the plot.
0: Yeah, yeah and like, and I'm the good
1: in Northern Ireland who don't sound like that. And neither do they sound like the people in the episode of this fucking Captain Planet show.
0: Episode. No, but like, I'm 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 sure I. The only thing I really remember from it is the the redhead, to so the ginger guy on ca- yeah. of Captain Planet having some kind of affinity for the Irish people, despite not being Irish. Because he's got red hair. Just because he's got red hair. A fucking cultural appropriating prick. I know, right? But a <laughs> fucking absolute <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> um, right you, then Matt. what have you got for me? I've got some haunted, well, not houses. So uh, I wanted to I steer away. The Th- these are one of them is an island.
1: Oh right, okay.
0: But these are haunted places, should we call them? So none of these are going to be your usual like Amityville slash bully rectory type stuff because um, everyone knows about those. So I've gone really? off the beat I've gone off the beaten track a little bit, and I have some haunted places for you from around the world. So, my only rule in picking the locations was that someone at some point must have had the need to stay there for more than one night. So, so there are residences, they're just not houses. So, you, Matthew, will be there over a bank holiday weekend. So, that's Friday afternoon to Monday morning. Um... You know, so you can get back to work on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. It's a You're long weekend. To, a, lo- a nice long weekend. Um, okay. You are allowed to take with you food, drink, Yeah. Um, however much you think will, will be needed to cover the weekend.
1: Okay. Uh, a
0: sleeping bag, a medium-powerful torch.
1: Ooh.
0: So, like, you know, a, a maglite, just a nice high-end torch, you know. Okay, yeah. And, and analogue entertainment options. So, books, cup and ball, have a tag if you so wish. No. It would on... be a We
1: Make Things Fight episode without mentioning that. <laughs> that is very
0: true. Um, strictly, no phones whatsoever. Uh-huh.
1: Can I take um, an iPod Touch?
0: No. no. That's, the, that's, that's not analogue.
1: That's right.
0: So, yeah, um, no, okay. no digital forms of entertainment. You can take a cassette recorder with you if you want.
1: Oh, okay. That's it, right? Yeah. But that's but, right. yeah, some, but that, music,
0: you mean? yeah, but that is all you are allowed. Okay. No tape. So again.
1: In no tapes. No. Am I allowed?
0: You can no. You know what? I'm gonna be a prick. You can take the tape recorder. No tapes. <laughs>
1: Damn it. Okay, i don't want to take
0: that then. <laughs> you can take you okay, you can take one tape. Okay. Pick pick wisely. Okay, so are you ready okay. for your first locale?
1: Yes,
0: I am. Okay, so, Matthew, I am taking you to place one, which is Eastern State Penitentiary in Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, boy. (laughs) So,
0: Eastern State Penitentiary was built on a former cherry orchard just outside of Philadelphia in 1829. It was one of the first prisons built in the panopticon design so that all prisoners could be observed by a single guard in a central watchtower while well, all of the wings of the prison kind of fanned out from it. Okay. Um, it, um, the cells had central heating, flushing toilets, and showers in each cell, which were amenities that not even President Andrew Jackson had at the time.
1: He would have eschewed the shower anyway.
0: He, yeah, I mean, he would have eschewed the shower. He buried his shit to prevent um, predators. I wash
1: myself in my own
0: spit. <laughs> I wash myself with a stick on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> if um it can't
1: be removed by punching, I ain't interested. <laughs>
0: Morning, President Jackson. What was that? I challenge you to a duel, sir.
1: What did you say about my whore wife? <laughs>
0: We will get into Andrew Jackson at some point very soon. He is literally a bone fighter.
1: He is. He's one of, one of America's
0: greatest monsters as well. Oh, yeah. Complete shit.
1: Yeah, absolute horror show of a, of a man.
0: Um, okay, so um, prisoners were initially isolated in their cells with a Bible as their only possession. So they were under lockdown at all times. Charles Dickens, who visited in 1842, wrote, I am persuaded that those who designed the system do not know what it is they are doing. I hold the Mm -hmm. slow and daily tampering with the mysteries of the brain to be immeasurably worse than any torture of the body.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. So it was a bit rough. Yeah. Um, It sounds like. The prison was meant to hold three hundred prisoners, but by 1920 it housed over two thousand. And by the 1960s, it was literally falling apart. They like built cells underground. They just had, mm. they had the prisoners just dig into the main floor of the prison and just stick cells where there's no water, no air circulating. No, no, no water, no, uh, no windows, no air circulating. Just fucking hell on earth. Jesus. Um, it was uh, in 1971 finally closed after housing some seven th- seventy thousand inmates, including for a brief period of time Al Capone, who was their mm-hmm. most famous resident. Uh, I think this was syphilis, Al Capone as well. So, oh, good, yeah, crazy screaming Al, Al Capone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in cell block uh, cell block four, some years after its closure, a locksmith called Jar- uh, Gary Johnson was working to remove a 140-year-old lock. As he unlocked the door, a massive force overcame and paralysed him. Um, It was like he was unlocking a gateway that let the ghosts of the prison out. So So you could
1: say, Gary Johnson,
0: who let the ghosts out? I'm not going to say that. Okay. And I don't think you should.
1: I won't. (laughs)
0: sorry. You look, ge- you look generally hurt then. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I've <had> worse. <laughs> the locksmith reported an out-of-body experience where he was drawn to enter the cell where screaming faces appeared on the walls while shapeless phantoms filled the cell block. Ooh. So, like, fucking ending of um, House on Haunted Hill type shit. Yeah. Um. In a typical year, around 50-odd paranormal investigators will visit Eastern State Penitentiary to look for evidence of activity. All of them will usually report something. Um, So there's, like, your standard weeping, giggling, and whispering can be heard coming from the cells, which remain open to this day. So, so Matt, how do you fancy a weekend in Eastern State Penitentiary? Also, because this is a nice long bank holiday weekend, I'm gonna designate you a bank holiday, and um, you know what? Have yourself have yourself a good um, early May bank holiday, so around like first weekend in May.
1: So like um, uh, May Day kind of time.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's my birthday weekend. I don't know, fifth of May is like around my birthday.
0: Oh, yeah! Happy birthday, dude! You you're spending it isolated in um, spooky prison.
1: Okay. So what am I gonna do? I gotta survive this weekend.
0: Yeah, just you think you're making it through the whole weekend.
1: Okay. So uh, what have I got with me? I got my food for the weekend. So I got like, um pack some sandwiches. I packed, like, I guess I'm packing stuff that I can just open and eat. Right? You know, like rations. Up yep, up to you,
0: yeah.
1: man. I have a little camp stove.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fine.
1: Yeah. I'll take like a <clears throat> maybe a. Two bottles of whiskey and a six pack of coke, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, a bassoon.
0: Bassoon, you say? Yeah. Are you are you working on the uh, the noises kind of theory? That as long as you make enough noise.
1: Yeah, I'm working on two can play your game, your game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so like, are oh, you gonna whisper and giggle? Are you? Well, it's <laughs> what a bassoon sounds like.
1: I don't know. I I want. I'm gonna Google it because I don't want the one that sounds like a little saxophone. That's shit. I, I want the big honker. <laughs> oh, no, I want something bigger than a bassoon. I think I want a tuba. Yeah, that's what I want.
0: Yeah. I have a tuba. <laughs> but yes, you can take a tuba with you. Also, you can pack your food in the tuba, so you don't have could, to carry a backpack. Yeah. <laughs> The tuber is also your storage. (laughs)
1: You you say I'm taunting the fat ghost. (laughs)
0: It's Al Capone. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, wise guy with a tuber, eh? (laughs)
1: Where's your violin now, Capone?
0: I know you like your Valentine's Day massacres well use you your Mayday roasting <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: yeah okay so the, yeah that's what I've chosen to take with me
0: Okay. And I think on that
1: ground that I probably could, do you know what to be honest with you, I could probably just like latch onto a fucking ghost tour because they're going to be in there and there's going to be some paranormal hunters in there oh no like, you're,
0: you're, you're alone you're alone it's just okay. you well, I've made, I've made sure listening. that these sites are completely abandoned, and it's just you there these weekends.
1: Is the guard tower still there? Can I stay
0: in that? I, I'm not sure if the guard tower is still there, actually. Let's say okay. that it is, Eastern and it is State still accessible. Eastern State? Uh, yeah, no, Eastern State, State. Prison. Okay. Pennsylvania. Oh, I'm going to take a look at it. Oh, wow, it looks... Yeah, it looks pretty scary. <laughs> right, I mean, all right, all right. Think of Haunted Prison. And like it is, it's there you think of. I'm pretty sure that like it was um, as closed at the moment as everything is, but it was um, opened up as a tourist attraction in 1994. Okay. But there's still some bits of it that are disused as fuck and I'm pretty sure it's been used in some films and stuff like that.
1: If it hasn't, I will be very, very
0: surprised. Oh yeah, I mean, like abandoned prison. Come on, let's.
1: Like, I'm not gonna like this. I'm not. I mean, prisons are just below hospitals and sanatoriums in the in the grand ranking. I mean, I would even place prisons above castles in the grand mm-hmm. ranking of terrifying places to be because castles have a sense of security to them, even if they are like you know old and dilapidated. You kind of feel like. You're sitting as part of like a history. You're in you're part, but being in a prison is kind of like being taken out of the normal world. It's like being placed into. It's a punishment zone, isn't it? And even if a castle has a torture chamber, it's not the whole castle. It's like one bit in the basement. So like and, a, yeah.
0: there's a whole thing of like castles are designed to keep people out, whereas mm. you are confined in a prison.
1: You know, I can't get out of this place. Can I? If I wanted no. to,
0: The the whole idea of a prison is to keep people from getting out. There's an element of that with ca- with some castles, but it's mostly about, like, keeping people safe rather than confined. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, haunted prisons are one of those things that, like, I'm surprised there's not much more in you know, media about. I can't think of that I many guess. haunted prison
1: I guess like a lot of fiction. them probably just get taken down, don't they?
0: <laughs> oh, the prisons? Yeah. I don't know. Not so much in America, where... No. Like where they just getting all packed and more of yeah, them being get, built
1: get used.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there so, there aren't that many abandoned haunted prisons because so many of them still being used after like two hundred odd years.
1: That is true. So if I could like take the sheet music to when the saints go marching in, <laughs> as well, and I could have like about two or three months beforehand to learn how to play that on the tuba, I reckon that. I might be able to get through it. I'll just yeah. walk up and down the corridors all night long playing that until I exhausted myself.
0: <laughs> and then you just pass out drunkenly, yeah. d- drunk and oxygen deprived because you've been breathing out for so long while playing yeah, the a tuba.
1: Gu- a gut full of whiskey and coke and, uh, and a <laughs> tuber in my arms. I'm not going to be happy with it. Like I, I mean, I don't even know if I really believe in ghosts, but I just, I don't think that there's there's anything kind of weirder, you know, than than kind of being in alone in a in a unfamiliar place at night. Although mm-hmm. I, I will put this for it. If I'm locked in there and no one can get in or out because it's a big fucking prison, I'd actually feel safer if there was like a you know a walkthrough at the beginning to make sure no one had like hidden in there with a knife or something. Yeah. I'd probably actually feel safer than I would in most locations where I knew that humans could get in or not. Yeah. Because if there's one thing I have learned from zombie films is that it's humans that will fuck
0: it up for you. Oh Yeah, P- people are the real monster. People are the real monster, yeah.
1: And I think that by the very nature of the fact that you can't get in or out, and as long as you know this was a serious experiment with, not where a bunch of like wankers in, in stripy costumes with with plastic <laughs> knives and cane were released into the prison. Because if they were, they would feel the blunt force trauma of my fucking tuber across their heads. <laughs> Mark my words. <laughs>
0: So I think that the main thing we're learning at the moment is just how versatile the tuba is. It's a yeah. ghost. It's a ghost repellent. It's a weapon. <laughs> it's um, storage and means yeah. of conveyance. So I yeah,
1: mean, maybe I could y- make a rudimentary rocket launcher. Is, is there gas in the prison?
0: I you don't I, I, I don't think there's any utilities there anymore. Um, I'm not even sure if it's still a tourist attraction. Because, oh. like, I mean, just look at it. It it, it looks dangerous as fuck, looks, you know?
1: Great. I mean, it's... I'm looking, I mean, I'm looking at pictures without context here, so I don't know if I'm actually looking at the actual penitentiary or just, you know, other stuff. But, I mean, I can see a map of the place. And you can totally see how, at one point, this whole place was, like, just a neat sort of... Almost like a Union Jack of buildings, like, mm-hmm. spreading out from the centre. And then you look at, like, a late picture of it, and you're like, you know, they were literally filled in every single available space. With oh yeah, block.
0: yeah, every nook and cranny.
1: Yeah, that is that is wild. I mean, it's 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 a bold statement of me, and it is a long weekend,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would definitely be scared. I'm, as long as I'm, I had a book, you know, a couple of books to read, mm-hmm. um, on my tuba. I think I get through it.
0: Okay, cool. So you'll be you're... unhappy,
1: so I'd get through.
0: Okay cool so so you're sticking around um en- enjoy your stay in the eastern okay. state penitentiary okay um all right you're ready for place 2
1: i am yeah
0: okay so um i'll need to be forgiven on the pronunciation for this one but um you know ne- next bank holiday so you got you know a couple of weeks to prepare for this one you're going to spend a long weekend in the uh, amrie hotel in Fair in lebanon so, okay. so this hotel was built by fireworks merchant Kayasa Emer in the 1960s. The Amire Hotel um, was one of the country's most prestigious resorts. It uh, consisted of four buildings, two for guests, um, an administration building, and a theatre slash cinema. Um, it's Ooh. said that famous Egyptian singer Um Kulthum performed a show there um, while she was still alive. Obviously, or maybe <laughs> not. Maybe um, not, indeed. Now, it is rumored that the uh, that Kesar's son, um, Amer yeah. Amer, um,
1: yeah.
0: was part of a secret international organization, and that he was the leader of the Lebanese branch. Oh! Um, after it was abandoned, there was a fire there. Um, it, it was mm-hmm. abandoned for the um, Lebanese civil war. Yeah. Um, and there were rumors that um, sectarian groups took um, residence up there as they did in a lot of abandoned hotels. Okay. Um, where they did messed up stuff. That okay. kind of stuff like that has been attributed to lots of places like this, but nothing specifically has been leveled at, uh, at this hotel. What's
1: it? What's the
0: place called again? The Amreye uh, Amre Hotel. A-M-R-I-Y-E-H um, And there was okay. a fire sent, uh, set there after it was abandoned that was rumoured to have gotten rid of incriminating documents Oh um, Also, despite owning a family cemetery, Kesar's last wish was to be buried in the grounds of the hotel, which she has been What? What? What a slight on and the rest of his family. I know. <laughs> hey, fuck you guys. I love this more than you. Um, so now Woo! the hotel is covered with ominous graffiti. So like Gateway to Hell and 666 all over the walls and stuff like that. And it's riddled with hallways that don't go anywhere. And footsteps coming from impossible to access floors and rooms. Uh, one paranormal investigator reported banging noises coming from an inaccessible floor, which got louder and louder until he fled. Jesus. So, again, we're strongly in the noise section of, of activity here. Yeah? Um,
1: yeah.
0: But that one of the. Can you out tuber this constant loud knocking?
1: Out the dead. The <laughs> Matt story, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm a little bit more scared of this one than the last one.
0: Yeah, really? Uh,
1: yeah, I think I am. I mean, the hotel is fine, but in terms of like, again, people be able to get in and out, that's a bigger risk. Yeah. Also, it sounds like a lot of people have been doing devilish stuff in here than the last one.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Lo- lots of people have been in here, and um, I, I think the. Like a lot of goth sex has happened in this place. Gross. You know?
1: Yeah. Um and also sectarian groups have at various points taken over this place, possibly
0: potentially. What? So there potentially. there are plenty of places where that is confirmed in Lebanon City, but this is just outside. Okay. Um, so it's not really known how this place was used um over the Lebanese Civil War, because people had other shit on their minds for that incredibly long 30 years. But it happened in lots I'm of in hotels.
1: Beirut, by the way. Is it, say again? Where, where in Lebanon are we based
0: here? Oh, I'm not sure. Um, it, it is outside of the city. I know that okay. for okay. for sure. Um, I should have... Bear with me. This is really good radio, by the way. Yeah, yeah, this is great. I was just going to say... Um,
1: yeah, I mean, it's like... I feel that there are more risks here, corporeal risks. Yeah. And, you know, if there are, like, if there have been sectarian groups hidden, there's still things in there that might explode? Mm. Are there things in there that might shoot me? Are there things in there that might rise up from the depths? And tear my soul apart.
0: It's the corridors that don't go anywhere thing that really freaks me out. You know, it, yeah. like messed up geography like that.
1: Yeah, like, weird, uh, it's like weird physical geography messing with your psychic geography.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're thinking like I should be able to get out here. Why can't I? Oh fuck! Oh god! I feel trapped. I'm running away. I mean, I, I'm definitely. Like, I'm running from this place, to be honest. Like, even without the um, possible links to secret organizations type deal, what, like, what I looked. This? Sorry, t- go on. I looked everywhere for more details about that, but couldn't find any, which makes me think either it's a really good secret organization or it's complete bullshit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's such a fine line between the two. Yeah. And I do you know what. <sighs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably turn this one down.
0: You're not staying. You're not staying the and night.
1: I I'll try, or I think I'll be pretty freaked out. That said, it is you know potentially in quite a warm country, so depending on when I was staying there, if it wasn't like you know Lebanese winter, I could probably like you know just find somewhere outside to sleep in late, the hotel. I mean. Late May.
0: Yeah. Late May bank holiday.
1: I mean, I think into for. In t- for No, I'm gonna watch out with this one. Yeah? There are too many variables for me.
0: Oh shit, man. That's yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that that's that's fine. Um okay, you ready for your last one? I am. Are you ready for Poveglia Island off the coast of Italy? <laughs> okay. Well it's, well, off off the coast, kind of. So Poveglia okay. is an island located between Venice and Lido in the venetian lagoon Uh, it appears in human records um in around 421 a.d and was abandoned due to bombardment from the genoan fleet in 1379 from from 1793 it was used as a quarantine island for sufferers of plague and other infectious diseases oh great according to a national geographic report uh up to 150,000 people died on this island over 100 years. There are several several plague pits still existing in in the island, and the soil is said to be comprised of over 50% human ash. Shit. (laughs) Shit. From 1923, the existing buildings on the island were renovated, additional ones were built, and all of these buildings were then used as... Guess. Guess what they were used as?
1: An insane asylum?
0: An insane asylum. <laughs>
1: Classic. And it's, it.
0: it's isolation allowed for some experimentation on the patients. Oh, some of the girl. first lobotomies in Western Europe were said to have been carried out on uh, Paveglia oh. Island.
1: Oh, sorry. I just dropped the coaster stuck to the bottom of my cup and it, it fell off. That was what that noise is if you heard it.
0: I, d- I did hear that. So it wasn't like a, a haunted thing of like, of course, it didn't throw itself off the desk or anything like that. We are in the spooky season. Oh,
1: this fucking haunted bullshit of my, one of my Moomin's coasters falling on the ground. <laughs> right. Um, sorry, where were we?
0: Um, we were on Paveglia Island. Okay. Um, one of the doctors was a particularly mm-hmm. vicious shit and is said to have set up his own private lab. In the bell tower of the church on the island, oh Jesus! The doctor would then throw himself from the bell tower, apparently having gone mad from all of the ghosts on the island taunting him and oh. speaking to him.
1: Is there a um, film about this? Because there
0: needs to be a film there, about this. There isn't, but this I think this place deserves like a fucking series rather than just yeah. a film. It is like oh, it's just haunted central. Um, a nurse who said uh, that she witnessed the doctor um, jump or be pushed from the top of the bell tower, initially survived the fall, but that a ghostly mist finished him off by choking him to death while he was on the ground. Unbelievable. That is so fucking cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, right? Um, the hospital remained open until 1968.
1: 1968?
0: Yeah. yeah. So, since then, numerous attempts to buy and redevelop the island have stalled. One of the families who purchased the island, intending to turn it into a private holiday form, fled on the first night, reporting that their daughter had been attacked by an entity who slashed at her face. Shit. The island remains illegal to visit to this day. Illegal? What yeah. It's um Because it's government property. Okay. Basically. Because it, like, after the Hospital closed it reverted by a kind of um, I don't know what the British equivalent is, but I think it's eminent domain in America where like the the government can buy up any property, yeah. Um, but they had the intention of selling it on, but since 1968, just everything has fallen through. The last serious attempt was in 2015.
1: I don't, I mean, I, I understand why,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, but despite that. There have been visitors to the island, because of course they have. I can look at it. Who wouldn't you know what self-respecting paranormal investigator wouldn't go there? Yeah. So some of the visitors to the island report being physically pushed into walls and scratched by invisible presences. Shadows (laughs) have been seen to run along the walls of the former asylum. And in the buildings that the asylum used, you can hear screams of former patients and you can hear the bell ringing in the tower. There's no bell there anymore.
1: Oh, that is so cool.
0: Yep. This, oh, man. So it's
1: like two islands connected by a little bridge by the looks of it. Yeah. I love like all these Venetian islands. They just kind of like seem to trim around the edges and just wall it all in neatly. Mm-hmm. You know what? <clears throat> I have to go there. Yeah. I, I like the, the Lebanese hotel is one thing. And that was pretty scary. But like, then again, the thing that scared me most is the potential for shady and scrupulous humans to also get in. Yeah. I have you to think go you- here. I would like my um, weapon, and my, not my weapon, my items of choice to be obviously a flamethrower and abrasive grenades. But <laughs> <laughs> <better then.
0: laughs>
1: no. But I mean, maybe a super soaker full of holy water. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And um, like just like a big fucking like, pipe wrench or something or a hammer.
0: See, I don't, I, am like eighty five percent sure that I don't believe in ghosts, right? Yeah. Um. So like, I'm I'm open to seeing something, but I'm also kind of like, ah, will no, probably never happen. But like, I I don't want to go here. There's something about this one really creeped me out. It's just the amount of horrible stuff that's happened here kind of looking at
1: the layout of the island, I can see the buildings there. And yeah, I know what you mean. It's like kind of like visiting like Auschwitz or or like you know somewhere yeah. where terrible things have happened in the past. But, it's almost
0: you know, fici- you know, like it's almost fictional. Like someone yeah. has as you know, a shit uh horror film has been written about this island and it's got this yeah. massive long history. It's, it's like shit.
1: one of those um, overstuffed turkeys that is American Horror Story where it's just you get literally every trope associated with this particular genre and stuff it inside you know, uh, an episode
0: Yeah, yeah, because like like Murder House is where the Black Dahlia was murdered um, yeah. It's also the home of a school shooter and yeah, just this yeah. all this awfulness just centred on this one tiny island
1: but, like I said, there are two islands here. Um, so, the, the kind of, you know, imagine what it looks like. It kind of looks like the Wi-Fi symbol. So, you've got, like, an octagonal dot at the bottom, which, I don't know, might be like a landing pad or some kind of thing. I don't know. Then you have a slightly wider wedge-shaped island at, uh, next to that, above it, above the the octagonal dot, which looks like uh, that's where the main cracks of everything. There's a forest there. There's a couple of couple of buildings and then there's like a a channel and then there's a a slightly wider wedge shape above that which is just appears to be trees and a field and i reckon that if you go and stay on that side of the island Mm. that it's just going to not be as bad um but then again also that's probably the cemetery isn't
0: it (laughs) more than likely but i mean the entire island is a cemetery when you think about is
1: it, human remains. Yeah,
0: it, yeah, yeah. It is just an archipelago of of human ash.
1: I don't think I could. I don't think I could not go here because it's like A, I love islands. B, you know, it's Italy. Uh, C, <laughs> I just would be too curious. I, I mean, I would be very deeply regretful of it, and almost certainly, I'd actually take an axe with me as well and I'd probably chop down a tree and then try and paddle back to Venice after about an hour. (laughs) But I I think I would have to try it. Yeah? I'm taking my bassoon, or no, my tuber as well.
0: Are you making the entire weekend, though?
1: Probably not. (laughs) No. I mean, that said, I I, I think I'd there's maybe a more of a chance that I would survive a weekend year than I would in the in the prison. Mm. So if I think I can't survive in this place then I probably wouldn't make it in the prison. <laughs> um, if I didn't know any of the stuff, I would be absolutely stoked about being washed up on this island. <laughs> I would be so happy. Uh, I imagine that the, that the ruins are probably horribly graffiti and full of... Uh, From what I saw,
0: it doesn't Seem as if they are, because it takes so much effort to get there.
1: It is beautiful. Oh, um
0: like you have to charter fishermen to like take you there on the sly and stuff like that. I don't. Um,
1: it, it was sold for seven hundred and four thousand uh, dollars in twenty fourteen. That the the sale didn't go through. Mm-hmm. Like houses, the house I'm in is more expensive than that. You know, I mean, I can't afford this house, but it's more expensive. I have to go there. I think I would just, um, yeah. If if I could go here, I would take the shoe, maybe the the super soaker full of holy water. I'd just take one of those big sort of like um, bishops crook things with a cross at the top of it. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. And. Um, Make sure it's something I could beat someone to death with if, if I need to. And I just kind of walk around with that because these are going to be deeply Catholic ghosts. So. I think
0: I think they're just about anything Italian. No, so right. Anything Catholic can also be used as a weapon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like a, a bishop's miter at a push can be turned into a rudimentary naphtha bellows that fires. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a, it's a miss, surely.
1: <laughs> yeah. At the very least, you could pull it down over someone's head and give them a, a hard beating <laughs> while they were struggling to pull it <laughs> off. Yeah, man. I'm staying on this island. I, I, I can't not. There's a jetty there. I'll sleep on a jetty if I need to. Yeah, I thought this one might get you. It just... Yeah. It's, it's proper in my wheelhouse. I yep. love islands.
0: Okay. So that is... Uh, that's far. You're, you're staying in two places. I do didn't think you'd turn down the hotel. No. No.
1: I mean, I am slightly wavering on if I probably would stay at that prison. Um, if I kind of like had to pick one, I would definitely pick this island. Yeah. The stories I mean, th- alone would be amazing.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, that the it does look like an incredible place, and it is actually really beautiful. Yeah. It is an island just off Venice at the end of the day. It um, is, yeah. But yeah, I just thought the the hotel would have more opportunity to actually be comfortable. Does it have beds in it? I don't I don't think it has beds, but at least it has rooms that were once designed to be bedrooms. Yeah. You know, it has the infrastructure to house you comfortably.
1: Like I said, like my main fear, my main problem with these places is not the ghosts, which, you know, if real, you know, big if true. But um <laughs> It's not the ghost, necessarily. It's just the uh, ability for humans to get in.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, ghosts are never the scariest thing in pretty much any situation. It's always dickheads.
1: Yeah, unless the situation is being haunted by a ghost, of course. But... um, (laughs) (laughs) You can have dickhead (laughs) ghosts. Lots
0: lots of ghosts are dickheads.
1: That is true. Like, the prison... the, The appeal of the prison for me was that I couldn't be messed with while I was in there. But looking at this island, the prison seems like a lot more of a lonely place. Like Again, the island, okay, people could probably come out with small boats, but it is sort of a protected island. Yeah. And if I could stay there all weekend, sort of, you know, unmolested by people chartering boats up there, fine. The hotel is, like, in a city, and there's probably, like, a fence around it or something, I imagine, but yeah, there's just too many opportunities for, like, Gangs to come in, you know, marauding goths, uh,
0: druggists, and the like. <laughs> I don't think goths haven't marauded for many hundreds of years, mate.
1: <laughs> oh God, what happened to you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I blame Robert Smith personally.
1: I blame six the Cure. Yeah, these six-foot-tall, sort of blonde-haired supermen with them rippling muscles belting through Europe. Smashing shit up. And then, yeah, by the time of the 20th century, like they're the same thing. They've turned it to Robert Smith. And yeah. the
0: Tracing the lineage, he goes on, uh, who do you think you are? It's like, oh, wow, I come from a long line of, of marauders. I'm the <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nick Cave, though. I wouldn't mess with Nick Cave. I reckon that he He's... is...
0: Oh, Nick He's Cave will cut you.
1: Yeah, he's got very strong hands and I reckon he has the devil's spite
0: around him, you know? Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs>
1: if you fuck with Nick Cave, he'll get you and it will not be pleasant.
0: Yeah, and he'll look at you while he does it too. You know, he, he will watch the life leave your body. You know, he I will s- yeah. stare into your eyes.
1: Yeah, and he'll write a murder ballad about it after.
0: Yeah, have we basically turned Nick Cave into the bad guy from Wolf Creek?
1: I'm just thinking of Nick Cave as a character from one of Nick Cave's songs.
0: Yeah, the bad guy from Wolf Creek, pretty much. I'm sure that,
1: yeah. I mean, if he hasn't, he should. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't resist this island. I'm going there, and I'm going to suffer the weekend, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to have a story to tell.
0: Cool. And you can tell us on uh, on this podcast. Oh, my God. Am I going <laughs> to the island? No, i you, you have to go to the island now. <laughs> If, if a
1: wealthy Italian pervert listens to this and <laughs> makes you go to the island, I'm probably still going to go.
0: What, what is the Italian pervert? What, what's, what's the end game here?
1: I don't know. It just sounds like the kind of thing that a wealthy pervert would do.
0: You Aren't know. all wealthy people perverts? I, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, the answer is yes. Of course it is. <laughs> okay. So that that was your Haunted Weekend. Um, enjoy the island I I hope you make it back um, I look forward to hearing you play in tuba um, I don't know if a tuba can even do that
1: I think a tuba goes yeah Just trying to play the
0: last post on a tuba <laughs> it's
1: the only way of making the last post sound hokey isn't it <laughs> um... Ta-da. Me, my, brother, my bishop's crook and my super soga full of uh, of holy water will survive this island.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, do we have any um, any plugs, any shout outs or anything like that to, yes. to out shout?
1: Yes, we do. Um just wanted to mention a um, our, our pal of uh, the podcast. You've met this guy, actually. I, I was talking to you about him earlier on. But he was the guy who made all the swords for that um film that we were in that time.
0: Oh, uh, of course, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So like a few years ago, Drew and I were in a comedy sketch together, which I wrote actually called "The Blade of Occam," which was based around the premise of um Hollywood execs making uh, a film of Occam's Razor, but obviously wanking over it and making it into uh, a bullshit historical epic. So I think the the tagline for the movie was um. Sometimes uh, the simpler—what's oh, so, it? What's Arkham's razor now? The, simplest the solution simpler is solution
0: the, is the um, is usually the actual one. That's correct.
1: Yeah, and it, they changed it to the simpler solution is probably the most deadly, and the film is called *The Blade of Arkham*. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Mike, uh, who uh, is the person in question, here, is actually an amateur swordsmith and built some weapons that were used in this in this sketch for the for the the movie scenes, which was great fun. And, um, yeah, he, he's asked the question. Uh, he's also, actually, another point as well, he's the guy who wrote the uh, Young Adults uh, Innsmouth novel that I mentioned in the last episode in the Lovecraft Depot episode. Oh, cool. Yeah, so he's uh, in the process of trying to get that, that published at the moment. His, uh, his fight question to us is, pasty or burrito? Oh, burrito.
0: Burrito, burrito, burrito. Not even a fucking contest burrito every time. I, I
1: get what you're saying, but I also think that you're thinking of the, the wrong kind of pasty because you know there's that Cornish bakery that does the best Welsh Cornish bakery pasties in the city. And like I love those things, man. And there's so much more variety in them than there is in your average burrito in a pasty.
0: I'm I'm still about burrito. I just prefer the I prefer corn to pastry, you know, I prefer totte, tortilla to to pastry. Uh, I I would wrap everything in a tortilla wrap if I could.
1: Yeah, that is true. You would, uh, as we have found out when we've walked in on you. Mm -hmm. Um, Including,
0: yeah, including myself.
1: Including yourself, yeah. I'm wrapped up in one right
0: now, actually. This is kind of awkward.
1: Posty little Drew burrito in there, (laughs) covered in in carnitas and... uh... And and black beans and guacamole
0: and cheese I'll occasionally just dip myself in a big tub of sour cream, you know?
1: Yeah, oh absolutely. Yeah, like just sort of pogoing into sour cream. Oh boy. I mean, I don't (laughs) want to live (laughs) I don't want to live in a world where that happens first and foremost, but I also don't want to live in a world where um I have to choose between the two because like I had um like a big delicious like steak and blue cheese pasty the other day and it was like the size of like two human hands, uh, and it was thick and it was full of delicious meat and delicious cheese, and it was just perfect. And also, I, I mean, I've had like burritos that are the size of my forearm, uh, you know, wrapped in foil to keep them nice and toasty warm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, I just I find it would find it incredibly difficult if I had to pick I guess on a day to day basis. Like obviously, I got options with the burrito. I could pick beef. I could pick a vegetarian option i could pick, pick pork or pick chicken
0: you okay i mean I would, you can do anything to, you can have anything in the burrito but just
1: i, I, I like the world where i could have that pasty filling in that burrito then that's my if i can have my steak and cheese uh steak and blue cheese in that burrito then yeah why Why not i'll I'll stick with the burrito burrito wins
0: yeah yeah i, I would always give it a burrito i i gotta be honest i would not be sad in the slightest if pasties disappeared from oh, face would. of the planet and history itself,
1: <laughs> I would. But at the same time, yeah, I, I do, I do fucking love a vario, and that was a really good fight question, actually. And please, mm-hmm. more of
0: those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just lots, yeah. lots little, fi- quick, uh, quick fight questions, and of course, we always appreciate correspondence from you guys. So, yeah, it's
1: uh, always good to hear from you, to see your lovely drawings, to see your abusive letters. It's always good to hear it all. <laughs> so, so, please keep on sending them.
0: Uh, even the abusive letters kind of show that someone cares. I know, that's true, yeah. Cares enough to hate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so guys, we are on, um, it a correspondence, we are on um, at make underscore fight on Twitter.
1: Uh, we are we make things fight on Instagram.
0: Uh, we are we make things fight podcast on Facebook.
1: And you can email us at we make things fight at gmail.com.
0: Holy shit, that was, like, different to the order we normally do it in, and we pulled it off.
1: No, no way. And, I yeah, I didn't even notice.
0: (laughs) That would would usually throw me off. Uh, But anyway, guys, um, as always, we love you, and keep fighting the good fight.
1: Yeah, keep fighting the good fight, whatever that may be.